and welcome back to Cheeky Crypto. My name is Nick. And my name is Chris. And Nick, what do we got in store today? I thought you were going to go retro and you did. Um, I did. Yeah. I had to. You teamed it up nicely. I did, didn't I? Yeah. So uh, we're just going to have a pretty relaxed Monday stream, Chris. I don't think there's anything too strenuous. It's a pretty green day across the board, right? There's a few areas of, of pullback, but uh, for the most part, pretty green, very green, in fact. Um, healthy green for for the winter that we're approaching. Um, so we'll get into the market. We'll see what's going on, right? And we'll see what's going on there. We'll see dive into the live chat, we'll take a look at... Uh, you know what people are asking answer a few questions have a look at a few charts i'm aware that we still need to do etn uh, from the previous stream i think i'll go mm -hmm. up with everything else though um, but do correct me if i am wrong um so we will kick start things i think with uh with a bit of etn um and see what else is going on i can see that the is a, a reasonably live uh live chat there lively live chat which is lively. good definitely um, live green apart from anchor just you wait anchor's looking pretty it, to be fair um so we've got 150 people with us this evening which is fantastic uh 29 likes chris so uh you know give me a number what number are we aiming for uh you know what I, I, i'm gonna just go 250 i think like 250 is reasonable we'll get to that and then we'll increase it <laughs> we'll pull the rug yeah got you okay um yeah. don't tell anyone <laughs> don't tell anyone don't tell anyone uh 250 guys let's see if we can mash up that like button as chris says hit the like if you really do appreciate the stream we appreciate that and i like to think that you'll appreciate it too of course you can subscribe by subscribing you will be kept up to date with everything at least almost everything that we do here at YouTube. Um, so where possible, YouTube will send you a notification if you tap that bell and select everything. Um, for the most part though, if you do not get a notification, check out your subscription feed. There will be a whole host of videos there uh, that YouTube probably didn't notify you about. Um, right, with all of that said and done and out of the way, Chris, shall we dump down and uh, take a look at what's going on with the markets? Yeah, I was just, um, obviously, I've just seen uh, somebody mention Loop Ring, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I bought a bag of that. It looks pucker. <laughs> I haven't looked at it for, like, I don't know how long, but it's up 61% at the minute, Nick. It's lovely. Nice. nice. Uh, I do remember Loop Ring from the early days. Um, yeah, it was really early. I must have spent pennies on that. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Um, right, let's jump on down and take a look. Let's do it. Obviously, you joined me on the desktop today, which is which is interesting. Um, so we've got a market cap of 1.879. Now, Nexo sent an email out saying it was 3 trillion. So I'm going to go with what Nexo was saying rather than coin market cap. I like the sound of a $3 trillion market cap. Don't you, Chris? Yeah, I mean, it was probably there briefly. I mean, Bitcoin got up to, what, 66K? It is 66K today? right now. Um, now. So Bitcoin has a $1.2 trillion market uh, cap. Um, but the overall market cap apparently is 2.879. I don't think that's right. I think uh, it's higher than that. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, we'll run with these numbers for now. $121 billion in trading volume. Bitcoin dominance at 43.3 with Ethereum at 19.6. Now, Chris, the bit that you really like... There are 13,795 cryptocurrencies. That's a lot of cryptocurrency, isn't it? So it's important that we do our own research, right? Um, obviously, there are influencers on YouTube, such as myself and Chris, uh, for example. There are obviously others in the space. Uh, obviously, Twitter, uh, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, you name it. There's a lot of influencers, right, talking about various different coins. Now, you, the hardest part of this is whether or not you can believe or trust what an influencer is saying. Sometimes they're reading scripts, sometimes they're not. Sometimes they are honest opinions, sometimes they're not so honest opinions. Really hard for you guys to tell. So it's important that you do your own research, right? And in doing so, you're gonna be able to understand whether or not a project is worth your time um, investing or not investing. 
And it also help you identify the, the diamonds in the rough, right? There's absolutely hidden gems in the crypto space, right? So absolutely important to kind of uh, remember, you know, to do that research because it is going to really help you navigate the space, avoid those rug pulls, and obviously really get into those projects that, uh, you know, are diamonds right and are actual genuine gems uh, i'm not going to go on about it but ultimately you know there's a lot of influences some are paid some are not paid and it's really hard to figure out what's real and what's not real so um, no substitute for it. i'm not going to go banging on about it but uh, obviously i'm not a financial advisor chris is not a financial advisor you'll be hard pushed to find a financial advisor on youtube and um, so do make sure that you do your own research right with that being said these are the coins that we're invested in it seems to always be a growing list even though we consciously keep saying that we want to whittle it down uh, it is what it is um so bitcoin's up there at sixty six thousand uh, dollars just short of the all-time high it does seem to be coiling up for a big move so watch that space uh 1.2 trillion in the market cap for bitcoin now ethereum is up at four four thousand seven hundred uh 2.8 percent up today we've got solana down uh 1.3 uh, i think that's a ticking time bomb i know you kind of agree to that kind of thought pattern um We've got Cardano up 4.3. We've got XRP at 3.3. Polkadot at 2.3. We've got uh, AVAX at 4.3. Um, Chainlinks 5.9. Uh, Litecoin uh, 11.9. So Chris, your one Litecoin's working hard for you right now. Um, we've got 8.7 for Algorand. We've got 7.2 for VeChain. 6.9 for Crow. Um, we've got Stellar XLM at 3%. Hadira Hashgraph at uh, 6.7. Uh, Elrond down at 3.5. Harmony's up three uh, four point three, Zill's up one point two, Anchor's down two point one, Fetch AI is up five point five, V four four point two, AGIX down half a percent, API three um, zero point seven in the green, uh, Multivac Chris two and a half cent thirteen point eight uh, percent up in the green today, fantastic moves there. SDAO slightly down at two point three, uh, DSLA up ten point eight. Uh, S, uh, sorry, Silo, um, good day yesterday, retracement of 9.9. Um, we've got uh, ShopX down 3.8, Vent Finance down 7.8, and Evive relatively flat at 38.8 cents. So overall, it's a healthier market, right? We've got a lot more money flowing in. Um, but and there's a couple areas that I would know, call out as potential. So right? Silo's down 10%, for example. Um, other than that, I don't think there's any other real opportunities in this particular list anyways. But anything you want to add on that, Chris? No, nothing really. I was just um, having a sneaky little look at um, <laughs> my uh, loop ring. To, to, to withdraw it, you know, costs more than, uh, than what it's worth. <laughs> Ethereum for you. It's ridiculous. It's Ethereum for you, yeah. <clears throat> So, Chris, do you want to get into the live chat? Let's see what's going on and uh, yeah, maybe get into a, a few things. Yeah, let's uh, let's have a butcher's, a deep dive on XLM. I, I don't think we're really going to go back to doing deep dives live. Um, but, you know, maybe we can have a look at XLM. It's one that we've been invested in an awful long time. So we'll have a look. Bro, what TF is that thumbnail? Yeah, just a bit of a laugh. <laughs> Those graphics <laughs> look shit. <clears throat> I've got to agree with you. Um, okay, uh, what else we got? Uh, bum, 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 bum. Uh, check Algorand, please. What do you want to do, Nick? We've got XLM, we've got Algorand. We've also got a super chat from Nick where he wants Vet or Algorand. So, seems like Algorand. Yeah, let's go with Algorand. Okay, so let's um, fill up the chat. 
Okay, so let's first of all find, have I got Algo in this list? I think I have someone. Maybe <clears> I have an Algo. There we go. It's been a little while since I've been on here, but... Um, you're an echo, Chris. I'm going to assume you've got your monitor on too loud. <laughs> I'll lower it down. There we go. Get rid of those echoes. We don't need that. Okay, so we're just going to expand that out a little bit. Um, so I can still hear myself, Chris. <laughs> it's a horrible thought. Um, you cool? You sorted? Sort of. Right. Okay. Um, so Algorand paired with USDT. I can still hear myself. <laughs> What's going on? Imagine, now you know how bad it is like for me. I have to hear you all the time. <laughs> I'll just mute you. There you go. Is that better, is it? Yeah, I can't hear myself. Fantastic, I think. Oh, yeah, I couldn't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Enough of that. Enough of that. All right. all right, so Algorand paired with USDT. We're on the daily chart right now. This is Binance. Let's first of all actually zoom on out into the weekly, right? So it's important that we start with the weekly so we get a bigger view of where things are going. Now, I'm going to grab hold of this fib here, and we're actually going to go ahead and actually put this fib just onto the daily chart so we can remove that one. The Fibonacci retracement tool up here runs from the high area of uh, the 17th of June 2019 down to the bear market low of March 2020. And this is where things really started to spike up. Now, we've obviously done this a few times with Algorand, but I'll do it for anyone who's new to the space. Wave one would have been here. Wave two would have been here. Wave three would have been here. Wave four would have been here. And wave five, well, you know, get the story. Now, this is not something that we are following. It's not an impulsive move to the upside. And that's because wave four went lower than wave one and validates the entire thing. So we know it's not impulsive move that's going on with Algorand. We've covered this a couple of times before. And um, so we just want to kind of cover that off right now for anyone who's new. It's not impulsive move to the upside. It is following the bull run trend though. I mean, that's quite a positive. Now, what we can do, of course, is actually take a look at these trends and uh, try to come up with an idea of where things are going for Algorand. So we'll take that low area there. We'll take the high area up here and we'll take the low area he says that we can draw a circle, low area down here, right? We take into consideration these three things and we're going to be able to actually plot out where we think the next trend is going and where that kind of progress is as well for us. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a trend-based FIB, okay? And um, so unlike the regular Fibonacci, we're going to basically use the trends to our advantage. Um, so we're going to go ahead and take the low point. We're going to come up and take the high point and we'll bring this down into that low point, that triple tap that you can see here, right? Um, so basically one, two, and three, taps on the bottom um, and basically we can see some interesting things obviously we spiked up here towards our uh, 1.618 of $3.28 but obviously fell back down really coming back down into this lower area now you'll bear in mind that this yellow box represents the 618702786 of the daily Fibonacci retracement not our trend-based Fib okay so uh, just keep that in mind in fact what I will do to make it simpler um, is actually grab this and just take it off of the weekly chart so we can see it just on the smaller time frames right so this actually shows us moving out to based on the trends a seven dollars and 51 cent zone okay that's the 4.236 based of the trends that we've seen so far right so the trends from the low areas of october 2020 through to the high areas that we were seeing up in february down to those low areas of may uh, june and july okay so when we take into consideration all of that that data and all three of those trend lines um this actually shows us with a, a 4.236 extension of seven dollars and 51 cent under good conditions so obviously we want to be aware that the 1.618 the 2.618 the 3.618 come in at key areas for us right three dollars 28 four dollars 90 six dollars 51 okay so these are the kind of progress areas that we are looking for for vchain but uh sorry for algorand this is important that we also acknowledge that this is the optimized model this is the the 
best case scenario based on the trends that we've seen so far. Of course, is there something fundamentally that shifts and changes within the project that could see this move on significantly higher? It's also important that we acknowledge that as well. Um, but for the most part, if Algorand continues with the way that it has been going, this is the likely outcome, okay? Now we're going to jump down into our daily and talk about that conservative level. Okay, so the conservative just takes a look at one trend. Okay, the high area that we had up here in February and the low area, that triple tap that we were talking about um, in May, June and July. Um, and this actually shows us with a 4.236 extension at $5.62, a more conservative target. And we can also actually resonate really well with our 618 area where we also wicked up to earlier um, at the beginning of September before the pullback. And now we're consolidating nicely again against the previous high that was set back in February. Again, just trading sideways here, looking at this current trading pattern and where we are looking to go next. So ultimately we are looking to push up um, out of this area that we're currently trading in into the 618 again and then obviously go up to the 2.618 at $3.73 before moving up to $4.90 and $5.62 uh, by the peak of the bull run. I still think we're obviously going to work higher than this but this is a nice conservative target to be aiming for so that we can lock those profits in ahead of a bear market. Um, of course unless of course if you want to actually hold Algorand you know, during the bear market, in which case, you know, these are relevant to you and you'll just carry that down into the bear market with you. Um, but if you want to lock profits in, it's important that we always lock those in on the way up um, and we don't want to necessarily panic sell on the way down. Okay, so we just talk about that occasionally on the channel as well. Um, so overall, uh, if we take a look at the current performance, we had a good day today. Uh, we can see that we're wicking up nicely for today. Um, but again, we are tracking some interesting moves here on this daily chart, right? So we obviously had a good push to the upside. Uh, and again, we track these ABC moves, right? A, B and C correction moves. Um, and then what we're trying to track is basically whether or not we are pushing up in a strong way or not. So we come up for another, uh, you know, correction here for an ABC move up. Uh, we can then obviously see that we actually come back down for an A, B, and C, a correction move. Um, and again, we have another A, B, C just here. We push up for an A, we come back for a B, we come up for a C. Um, and then things change, which is interesting. So let's actually just plot this out. Where are we on that journey? Uh, we have an A, a B, a C, a D. We were waiting for an E, but we haven't seen it yet. Um, so where are we? That's interesting it seems to have deviated away from what i would have expected to have happened at that point there unless we're looking at it on the wrong time frame we'll check the eight hourly um and no it came down very very fast at the end of october and it hasn't completed the e um so that's unusual four hourly came down very fast hourly again no abc so um that basically pushes us up and not to the downside unless that's there yeah but look let me check that hourly yeah it's there there it is i can see it let me check the four hourly sorry bear with me guys it's right here so what we have is this really quick a um b and c move okay so this basically allows us to, to really kind of hone in on our e which would be here okay so this actually then forms out if i actually go ahead and construct this back down um, and we'll grab hold of a trend. Uh, we need two of these to be linking together. So we'll take this C and this C. So we're up against that. Um, and then we'll take the areas down below. This is actually quite a neat one. We can see that upward trend line there. And basically, this is a uh, Elliott theory triangle um, 
or Elliott wave triangle. Basically, we're looking to track these e, uh, A through E, um, and each of those are ABCs. And then basically, you look for that break, which is usually impulsive. So you then look for an impulsive move to the upside after that, um, or downside, depending on how that kind of uh, flows in. Now, obviously, we had this impulsive move to the upside, uh, or we had an explosive move to the upside, I should say, following into this. So I think the likelihood here is that we are looking to push up. Um, if we come into our hourly, we're already progressing down to find support on this journey. So we're looking to back test down here. Um, so again, we're looking to lower that stochastic. When we come into the daily, we can see that we're pushing up progressively anyway uh, on this uh, larger time frame. And on the weekly, we can see that we're in a mid-range point for our stochastic RSI. Um, so overall, that's not too bad. When we actually go ahead and throw in our relative strength index, we can see that we are tracking quite highly on the weekly. We come down into the daily with a progressing back up after being trading sideways down here. Um, we can gain them down into our hourly view and we can see that we are needing to have this correction and pull back down a little bit on the on the RSI. Now the stochastic is more sensitive to the price movement so you can see a little bit more uh, of what's going on with the stochastic and that's actually looking pretty pretty good from there. So overall everything's actually looking pretty good for Algorand. Um, obviously we just have to be monitoring this situation here that as we just plotted out um, to make sure we do end up pushing up and obviously we want to make sure that wave four does not cross wave one so that would basically invalidate an impulsive move which is what we are ideally looking for if we want to see progression to the upside in a nice strong way uh, with that being said though you know we could again deviate away but it does look that we actually completed the a through e and um, so we are looking to try to track to the upside but uh, do expect a little bit of resistance as it finds this as so do expect a pullback on the smaller time frame just as we find that upper resistance before we continue this growth to the upside. Nothing moves up in straight lines. And um, so overall, Algorand actually is looking pretty good. It has been a bit of a slower coin, Chris. I'm not sure if you'd agree with that. Um, yeah, for would, the most yeah, part, for sure. Yeah, for the most part, I'm, I'm pretty happy with my Algo holdings. Um, anything else you want to add on Algorand? No, solid project. Going to do really well and continue to do really well. And uh, one we've been invested in for a, for a long time, for sure um <clears throat> ta on meta hero now i'm not sure can we do ta on meta hero next i don't think so i think uh i think, some, I think um someone mentioned in exchange that you could but maybe i'm wrong uh, I can, yeah it's, it's it, i've got it on kucoin and there's just yeah. not enough data to be <laughs> making anything decent out of it um yeah so i think i've got a, a total of um 10 days worth of data um so it's, <laughs> it's just not it's not good enough really yeah. Um the other one was quant. Uh quant, yeah, we can do quant. Yeah. Unfortunately we can do quant. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, now that's such a joke because uh, obviously we got into quant uh, recently uh for a yeah. trade and it I, I accidentally looked at the wrong <laughs> I ignore the time frame. Nonetheless, uh, we can get into it. It's not a huge amount of data available to us, but I can run through what I have seen. Um, so let's jump on down into Quant. Okay, so Quant here is paired up with Tether. We're on the daily. There's not a huge amount of data uh, available to us, but we have got a, a reasonable amount that we can do something with. Um, so we've got a total of uh, basically 102 days worth. Okay, so it's, a, it's an okay amount. It, it shows us a couple of trends, um, but by no means does it show us a huge progression to the upside overall. Um, but basically, when we take these trends into consideration we can see this theoretically coming out towards 993 dollars and right now um you know we are trading at 259 dollars and um uh, yeah 259 dollars 30 and obviously we are anticipating coming down to the 786 of 230 dollars that would be the area that we were looking now we actually wicked down very close to this we didn't quite get it um, but we did get very very close so if i actually bring this up a little bit so you can see 
And that was the anticipation. Um, now, obviously, when I was she was doing the trade with the members, um, we actually got in earlier. We got in at 272, and that's because I wasn't paying attention or close enough attention to uh, the bigger picture of the daily chart. But uh, nonetheless, you know, we are still looking to track up from here, um, and obviously progressively so. So again, you know, expecting some pretty interesting things to, to occur. Actually, I can pull this down and see that uh, actually we'll head higher than 993. Um, which will actually, if I bring this down, uh, it shows us with 1,054 um, based on the trends that we've seen so far. So overall, we are looking to pull back a little bit with uh, with Quant here um, from the current position. Of course, you know, it could never, it could be that we never actually go down as low as this and we actually get the reversal. So as you can see from the stochastic RSI, we're incredibly oversold. We're trying to push our way back up. And again, this is, uh, you know, a nice area to be on the daily chart. When we jump into the weekly, we can see that we have pulled back, back down right across our buy zone area here uh, one of the other areas that we were scoping out before um, and again this is an area that basically comes in about 257 down to about 252.50 uh, obviously we did come down a little bit lower I think we actually got down to 236 right with the expectation that we could pull back down to the lower areas of 230 okay so all that's actually looking pretty good and holding this area really nicely um, and obviously we're only just below our initial buy area of 272.50 um, but we are looking to push up right and um, we had a short term trade going here for 290 as our exit. Um, but ultimately, you know, longer term, you know, outside of trading, we are, of course, looking to progress up right from this ABC. We would be looking for a big explosive move to the upside overall once this retracement is over. Um, and that's kind of the big thing that we are kind of talking about. You know, we want to progress this to the upside nicely. Um, so again, we can take this from the high area that we were achieving uh, down to the low area that we had over here. And again, you know, we are progressively working our way towards some of these additional areas like the first major target for us is going to be $550 okay so I think you know once we get past this correction we should be looking pretty good to progress to the upside the market's heating up again and um, so I'm not overly concerned with the price action of uh, of quant right now I think um, you know it's one of those coins that you just want to huddle through or actively trade some of these key points depending on what your game um, is but ultimately I think if you're a hodler you're going to do relatively well by the end of the bull run with this particular coin and um, Chris, anything else you want to add on on Quant? No, a solid project. I think, um, yeah, it's just uh, unfortunate, but it will go back to the upside, which is going to be exciting, right? Um, we got uh, lots of uh, people calling out different projects, Nick. Mm -hmm. um, we got Trellis, which is one that you know quite often gets called out that we haven't really covered. Um, we got uh, GRT, uh, MTV. And uh, a super chat here for ETN. Yeah, so ETN was on the last live stream, so we do need to get that one covered off. Um, so we shall jump into that um, and okay. see what's going on with Electronium. Um, so we'll just start there. Let me uh, just get all this organized before I bring everyone down so we can get everything working up nicely. There we go. Okay, let's uh, do it. Okay, um, so here we have um, ETN or Electronium um, paired up with USDT. 
Okay, we're on KuCoin as the data source, and obviously there's a fair few things going on with this weekly chart. Okay, so first of all, we want to acknowledge the stochastic RSI is decreasing, and it's looking progressively in a pretty good position for a good swing to the upside. Okay, so we can acknowledge that the stochastic's actually in a pretty good spot. Um, we can, of course, take our price point, and we can push this up to the upper end here. Um, so basically, on this weekly chart, we've got a couple of things, right? We have um, basically a standard Fibonacci retracement um, indicator. And this is indicating a move to 15.8 cent. Okay, where was the cup and handle where we actually achieved our cup and handle target? And then we pulled back. Okay, the pullback here is pretty much in line with the price action that we've had. And now we're looking to progress back to the upside from the current price up to 15.8 cent, which is the 4.236 extension. We can see this as a 682% move. Now we have got a trend based fib. Um, again, this actually runs from the lower area that we had back in November of 2020, the spike that we had pushing up into March 2021, and the pullback that happened in June. And um, when we take these things into consideration, we get an extension of a 4.236 of 16.6 cents. So not too far higher than our 4.236 extension on the standard correction that we have here. So, you know, I play pretty cautiously with the 4.236 extension on Electronium, considering the optimized model is incredibly close to this, the one pullback model. With that being said, uh, like we have with most of these coins, we lock profits in on the way up. Um, so do pay attention to these key areas on the chart. Make sure you're not going to be left with a bag of ETN that you don't want to carry into the bear market because when the prices do fall, they will fall. Obviously, don't sell on the way down. Everything will bounce as well on that way down. So you can make sure that if you do miss the top of the bull run for ETN on the way down, wait for the bounce. You'll find a good area on the bounce to basically liquidate before it pulls down even further okay so don't panic sell is the point here and there's always an additional opportunity right with all that said on the weekly let's jump into our daily here you can see that triangular wedge really playing out nicely ready for that push to the upside okay we've got good support here and good resistance we are of course up in the overbought so we are expecting a pullback of sorts at least on this daily chart so we'll confirm that again with what is going on on our hourly in a moment now we can of course see that nice neat cup and handle hitting its target as well uh, that target was achieved on the 16th of september okay not all of the cup and handle patterns that were forming during uh, this particular time period have played out take cardano for example it's definitely deviated away from it v chain deviated away from it harmony one achieved it anchor um, i think actually achieved it and of course, we have Electronium here achieving that cup and handle. Uh, even Bitcoin achieved its cup and handle as well. Okay, so a lot of coins were following the same pattern, but this is a 60 to 70% accurate pattern, which not every single project was going to follow. Now, ETN, the good news is it did hit its target. And obviously, we pulled back into this triangular wedge as expected. And now we are looking for that break to the upside. Now, at this point, we are going to jump over to Evive.io. Now, guys, if you're not already familiar with Evive.io, they use artificial intelligence and machine learning to help us understand the underlying value of cryptocurrencies. There's a link in the description of every single one of our videos, guys. Do sign up. I don't think you're going to be disappointed by what you find here. And we're going to actually take a look at Electronium um, on this platform to see exactly what's going on with their underlying data and whether or not we should be concerned about anything. Um, so basically, Electronium has an overall rating of B3. This is basically neutral-ish position, but it is about to drop down or has the potential of dropping down into the worst area, right? The C ratings. This is basically areas where there's something wrong with the underlying data. When we come down into the power factors right now, we can see an AMI-HAD ratio of rating of D. The AMI-HAD ratio represents liquidity. And right now, this liquidity 
liquidity issue could be what's causing uh, the kind of pullback that we've seen so far. So whether this is a centralized exchange issue or a decentralized exchange issue is uncertain, but there is definitely some kind of issue with liquidity with Electronium right now. So do pay attention to that. Now, the Fiat and Greed Index is a B3 rating. This is actually relatively neutral, but it is on the cusp of fear, basically now indicating that more people are willing to sell than to buy. So this is an interesting thing we also should acknowledge. And as we come down, we also have a sharp ratio. The sharp ratio is C2 rating, which means we've actually dropped below the 50-day average, indicating that the risks outweigh the rewards. Okay, so right now, these three metrics that we're taking a look at, we should be aware that ultimately there's liquidity-based problems that's going to compound the fear that we're already kind of starting to exceed in the space. And the artificial intelligence is indicating to us that the risks outweigh the rewards, and therefore we might not want to have exposure to electronium these are three in key indicators that we're going to want to monitor as time progresses as a second that this um, sharp ratio actually shows you that the, re the rewards outweigh the risks and there's still extremely fearful uh, or fear in the space that's the fear that you want to buy up so do watch these indicators but you might also want to consider some bad times that do lie ahead with that being said the moving averages are a c2 rating so again they're not exactly optimistic and the profitability is an a1 it's performed incredibly well so far so when we jump back Back to the charts here and we see this triangular wedge playing out we do expect this to kind of uh, come to conclusion by the end of the month of november right and obviously we know that there's a reasonable amount of fear in the space as we find this resistance we are expecting a pullback when we go into our hourly this is actually progressing up to the upside right now if i actually get rid of that in that tool let me just do that um when we pull this down and we actually go ahead and throw on the volumes uh, we can see that ultimately the volumes aren't doing anything overly impressive uh, we spiked up a little bit and we pulled back but otherwise you know right now we're we should be pushing up much more than we are and the volume should look more like this than it does currently this means that we're probably going to peter out pretty quickly here and we're starting to see and we should start to see a reversal so i think we'll probably come up to our resistance line uh, just up here and um, probably coming in to about 2.1 cent um, from our current position of two uh, at a push and then uh, do expect us to pull back um, if we're lucky we'll find support on 1.8 cent but with the amount of fear and liquidity based problems and uh, even the fact that the sharp ratio is indicating that we don't want to necessarily have um, exposure we could potentially lose that support and come down to 1.7 cent before getting the reversal and getting all those indicators then flipped around on us that's why i say it's important to sign up to this platform because you're going to want to pay attention to that sharp ratio as soon as that actually flips out and tells us that we want to see exposure to etn then that's actually going to be a good time to kind of get back in and do expect lag between these two indicators do expect the sharp ratio to be positive and and your fear and greed index to be negative the sentiment the overall sentiment in the space always lags behind what is going on in the background so do expect retail investors to still be fearful even though the sharp ratio is indicating the exposure to the project so right now i guess i would expect to see a bit of a pullback with electronium uh, on the smaller time frames overall though we are looking bullish for a big move to the upside again coming into that weekly you can see that stochastic is nice and low on progressively moving down to the oversold area where we can then start to spike up again overall again if i jump into the daily and pull this back down we are of course talking about potentially moving up to some of these really key areas for us i do still anticipate us going up and setting new all-time highs for etn progressively moving up some of these key levels but i do expect some volatility until we get out of this triangular wedge and until that liquidity based problem sentiment problem and of course the sharp ratio is indicating some positive things for us chris anything else that you want to add for electronium
No, I think um, you know we've got lots of announcements coming. So yeah, it looks it looks pretty good to to be honest, Nick. Uh, nothing to add. Oh, I can see that a live chat has been spammed by Anchor and uh, MTV uh, emojis, which is cool. I don't mind. I don't mind. But uh, there's an awful lot of emojis there. <laughs> <laughs> there is. Um, so we have GRT MTV. Uh, it's two there. These uh, come from members. Uh, let me see if I can find one sec. Um, so there's uh, quite a few, actually. There's quite a bit that's come in. Uh, so GRT, uh, so the graph, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, MTV, okay, cool. Uh, ETM we've just done. Um, I'm not sure what ALBT is, Alliance Block, Chris. Maybe you can do some research onto that one. Uh, that's come through as a super chat. Also, uh, EXRD, uh, Radex. And uh, yeah, and vet, 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 vet is pumping. <laughs> uh which is fine you know we're in a, a ball run so things are going to go uh a bit crazy but it is moving nicely which is good to see you know it's a bit overdue so yeah it is what it is i'll, I'll bring it up eventually i will i'm sure um let's start off with um trying to get into um let's start with the graph it's been a while i don't know if i can even do this one let me uh grt where are we on terms of that's not quite let me rt usdt and finance okay let's start here while you do some research okay guys so uh here we have the graph uh the graph up uh, is paired up with usdt um daily chart binance is our data source now what i'm going to do is i'm because it's been a while since i've been on here i am just going to delete everything off uh, and we're going to start again. We're going to start with the weekly. Okay, we'd like to get a good kind of overview of to where things are. We'll turn the volume off for now, right? So obviously there's not a huge amount of data available to us on our weekly chart, right? But we'll make this a little bit bigger um, so we can see exactly what's going on. Um, so the first thing we need to, to do is basically analyze, you know, what's going on. So first of all, let's take a look at how much data we actually have. Um, so we got uh, a total of 329 days. So not too bad in that kind of regard. Just bring this back down so we can see what's going on there. Um, okay. Um, so what we're going to do is uh, basically try to track what's going on, right? So we had this move from late December when it launched up to the high. We then had the pullback when Bitcoin was basically 65K pulling down to 28,000. And then we'll see have the recovery. So uh, as always with um, the weekly chart, we want to get that kind of big overview. So we're going to take a trend-based FIB and we're going to take it from the low area that we had um, basically on the launch. Okay, we're going to take that as our low area. We'll take the high basically when we... Um, when Bitcoin here is 65K, and then we're going to pull back down to the low area of when it was at uh, 28K, for example, right? And this basically then shows us some kind of progression. This is a gain optimized based on these things. Now, it's heavily skewed just because of this area just here. Okay, so uh, we might actually be more benefit beneficial to actually take the low area of January. Okay, so I'll take that in. This then shows us moving up to about $11.60 as the trend-based FIB indicates. Okay, so we're trending up and we're trending down okay we're basically using three anchor points the low the high and the low okay so those three anchor points now this is pretty decent but again i think we should be skeptical because there isn't a huge amount of data here right now now ultimately the graph and everything that they are doing is i think very very important right they want to be the google of blockchain now obviously starting out with ethereum being able to query um, ethereum is fantastic but they need to progress out to other blockchains now i'm not overly familiar if they've already done this or not so do let me know in the live chat if uh, they're actually branching out into other chains yet or not 
I'm also not too sure about the circulating supply. I know I was expecting a, a, an increase in the supply. I'm not sure if that's ever happened either. Um, so there are some things with the graph that could potentially be hindering the project overall. But that being said, uh, it's going to be interesting times in the next run for the graph. I do see this project being absolutely massive in the future. So um, it's good to kind of see the progress of this in this particular cycle. Um, so I do expect this thing to really heat up. Obviously, it's a bit slower um, than maybe some of the other ones. Obviously, I think uh, we've spoken about this before, but money rolls around the market, right? It's not all just new money coming in. So again, uh, we do expect to see um, you know, money roll out of Solana, goes into Polkadot probably from Polkadot, it'll roll into something else. And the same thing will happen with Bitcoin. Once Bitcoin absolutely goes nuts, reaches its uh, peak, do expect money to roll out of Bitcoin into Ethereum, out of Ethereum into these various different altcoins, right? So um, although it's not pumping right now massively, do expect it to eventually actually start to take out some of these interesting areas. I do expect all-time highs for the graph with the project of this kind of caliber. It wouldn't surprise me if we uh, we do progress up to the upside in a nice way. Um, so this is, again, optimized, as I said. So these are real high numbers. Uh, again, if we want to be safer, we do jump down into our daily view. Okay, this is where we go for more an optimal, uh, more of a, a conservative model, right? We take the high area um, up here and the low area down here. Um, so when Bitcoin was 65K um, down to where Bitcoin was at 28K, for example, right? So for, for the graph, this was basically early Feb, uh, went $2.89 and down to the low areas uh, when we were basically on the 22nd of June, uh, as low as 42 cents, right? And this basically shows us moving out to $10. Okay, $10.85. From the current price of $1.11, that's uh, just short of a 10x on that. So again, uh, pretty pretty much optimistic, I would say, for this level of the bull run. But again, I've seen um, some pretty crazy things in this space, so not impossible by any stretch of the imagination. I think on average, most coins are looking now around 5x, um, maybe a little bit less than that. So to see a 10x position is interesting at this point in the bull run. So play cautiously with that. Um, again, there's no guarantee that you do actually move all the way up to these full extensions. And the graph has quite a lot of work to do. With that being said, though, I do expect the graph to go ahead and set new all-time highs. Um, and the question then just becomes, do we actually complete a 4.236? Um, or do we actually only go as high as maybe the 2.618, okay? Um, that's why we often say, make sure you're locking profits on the way up just in case a bear run or a bear market does come earlier than expected. And maybe you need to then actually sell on the bounce uh, rather than going up to those additional heights, right? So don't lock all your hopes in on 4.236 extensions. Uh, with that being said, we are obviously up here uh, progressing our daily chart and our stochastic back to the upside. So again, we're progressing quite nicely. Now, there is, a, in theory, a, a cup and handle here, but we'll just check to see uh, the depth of our handle. We want to make sure that that's in line. It is just about. So we could argue that there is a cup and handle pattern here. Um, and again, this would progressively aim for... Uh, $1.61. So I'll quickly just mark that up with a horizontal ray. Um, and we'll just put that there. Okay, so then I'll do is I'll delete out our fib. Um, so we want a bit of a target, okay, um, that we'll be roughly aiming for on that journey to the upside, uh, if that does complete. Um, so let's actually jump over. I'm not sure if um, the graph is actually available on um, onivide.io, but we'll have a look. Let's uh, go ahead and see if we can actually find uh, the graph in the list. Uh, we'll go the graph. Actually, I should just type uh, GRT. Um, and it is cool. Right. So we'll go ahead and actually create a dashboard on this one. And we'll open that dashboard up. Right. We're going to basically 
grab the fee and greed index and the sharp ratio the AMI had, the moving average, the profitability, hide that, hide trading view, and here we go. So we're an A3 cryptocurrency rating overall. So we're top tier right away. So that's a good sign. The fear and greed index is an A2, so it's looking pretty greedy. And the sharp ratio is also A2, well above the 50-day average. So this is actually indicating some pretty good things. Basically, it's incredibly greedy and we want exposure to the graph. So that's looking pretty good. As we come on down, we have an AMI had ratio that's A2, so no problems with liquidity. Moving averages are an A2, 10, 50, 100 day moving averages looking pretty good. And the profitability, because we're relatively new, uh, we it's actually ungradable. We don't know how profitable it is, but you know, I think it's going to be pretty good considering where it was and where it is today. Um, so overall, the data for the graphs actually looking pretty good, right? It's good to see that there is greed in the space, and it's good to see that the sharp ratio is indicating exposure to the platform. So that's pretty good to see. Um, so overall, when we jump back into the charts here and we talk about this daily stochastic RSI moving up, the data in the background does support such a move. Um, that could mean that we do actually go ahead and complete that cup and handle pattern. So do watch out for that. Um, overall, we are looking to progress up here. Um, and again, you know, we are trying to track impulsively, but we're not actually creating an impulsive move on the hourly. So it might be a different time frame. Um, but we can obviously see there's a good amount of traction to the upside. No decent kind of pullback just yet. And when we take a look at it from a daily point of view, um, and we just bring that down a little bit, we can see that we are progressively moving up um, very, very steadily here. Um, we haven't had any kind of major pullback like this one, for example. So we could actually be tracking um, from this lower area, you know, an A, uh, a one, two, and three, and um, continue up here before, before we're getting pulled back to four and then press up into five. Um, so we are looking for those impulsive moves. Um, but right now we aren't seeing it on the hourly, but it is something that is potentially possible on the daily. Um, overall, we are getting some pretty good traction to the upside. Uh, obviously, this is when we had that margin call, which is fine. And we can acknowledge what's going on there. Um, and ultimately, if we just should bring up these uh, areas here, again, we have a bunch of uh, interesting moves here. Um, nothing too alarming, but let's go see what we can find. So obviously, here is a top. So we want to just quickly mark that up. What I'm going to do is I'm just going to make these yellow so we have these as different indicators for us. Um, so right in, really want to say there, but about there. Um, what else have we got right about here? Um, into these areas. So right now we're just dissecting down this chart so that we can actually take a look at what's going on. And there's some interesting areas right around here. I'm just going to quickly mark that up as well. Um, so as we progress to the upside, what we're looking for is basically to find, um, I think actually we're probably going to be looking to kind of complete this into the oversold area. Now we've pushed up, we pulled back and we could push up again um, or we could pull back. Let me just take that volume. Volumes are decreasing. So on that note, we'll probably stabilize around here, try to pull back down if we can, stay above $1.07 and then surge up. And what we're trying to do is actually get past our previous resistance of $1.16 and then back test on that as a support line so we can continue that journey to the upside. So my expectation here, based on the volumes decreasing uh, and all that underlying data that's going on here, knowing that we are progressively moving upwards on our daily stochastic, is to continue this trade sideways here, progress our way up, breaching past $1.16 before back testing it and then moving up again. Um, ultimately, our journey is towards 
our target of 168 on that cup and handle um, and again i do think we have the potential to do that but don't expect it to happen very very quickly i would expect it to happen over a course of a couple of weeks or so as it completes that move to the upside um, but overall the graph is a project that i really do like i think it's got a lot of potential to it and um, although it is being a little bit slower than maybe we would like it to uh, be right now but do expect it to, to kind of continue running to the upside at a later stage in the bull run um chris anything else you want to add on the graph yeah, just really solid project. And <clears throat> we've always kind of said that this is definitely going to be one that we look to um, position ourselves well in uh, when it comes to the bear market. Because the bear market is where all the money is made. And um, yeah, I, I see this as a real you know, potential opportunity. Obviously, uh, we'll see how things um, you know progress in the bull cycle where things land to see you know whether there's true value there um but my gut feeling is there's going to be nick yeah fantastic i mean i think um you know, the graph and everything that their, their use case is um and so something they've been doing for a while by the way they only went into blockchain uh recently i i do think it's something that we're gonna you know i think um get into at a later stage you know for the next for the next cycle for sure and i do think it's got some serious potential yeah, I really do. I just think it's yeah, it's it's one that we've just got a time right more than anything. Yeah, um, there's so much chat today, so it's quite good to there see. There is, there's loads. Um, right, so the next one was that project that we we had a super chat for Alliance Block. This is like a DeFi project, Nick, and TradeFi. Um, it's not one that I've come across before. Um, it's got solid partnerships and and everything there, so it's definitely one to to take a look at. So um, yeah, it looks like a solid project. Okay, cool. Uh, what is it called? Uh, Alliance Block. A L B T. It's a ticker. Um, okay, so Bitfinex and Uniswap. Uh, cool. right so yeah uh must be relatively new let me just check how many days we've got running on this i've been going since february but it might just be that 165 days um yeah i think it's probably one that we probably need to give it a little bit more time i'm just looking at the data um on it right now so we'll just bring it up for you guys uh obviously there's not a huge amount of data uh, as i said right we've got a total of 165 days um so the low points um of june 2021 we're not going to get any decent trend data out of it which is frustrating um so yeah i mean we can we can take we can take a trend from here through to the high down to our recent low but again it skews your perspective it doesn't necessarily show us the true trends um so i'm a bit loath to kind of to do that and give you kind of long-term kind of visions on it but i could expect us to um, progress up uh, a little bit um from our current position let me actually grab this down um obviously we're progressing up so we retraced down right it's from the high that we had in september down to the low uh in october or the end of october we've retraced and then we're starting to push back up and we're finding resistance right now 
on our 618 at $1.09. Um, so the aim here is to basically progress our way through, push past this, up past the 786 of 123. Once you're past 123, you're kind of clear to new go to all time highs again uh, and progress up. Um, so yeah, I, I, these levels though, that they're not necessarily going to be the right ones for us because there's just not enough data here to really give us good, accurate information. Um, but I would say that you know, these might be interesting areas for you. $1.92, $2.76, $3.60, and $4.12. But I would caveat that with it would be better to have more information than what we currently do and to be more accurate on it, specifically when these things are quite volatile. But um, yeah, I'd I say look at those numbers. And maybe this is something, Chris, that we have to do a bit more research on and the use case and things like that at some point as well. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um MTVTA was another one that we had. Yeah, uh, that's kind of come up quite a bit, but uh, we might actually have to save that for an independent video because um, I'm conscious yeah. that we are 48 minutes into a stream uh, with 12 minutes remaining and an awful lot of chat to get through. Yeah, sure. Okay, we've got EXRD. Uh, this one's come up a few times. I think, um, it, yeah, it's gone absolutely mental in the last like week. <laughs> um, so yes. just like most things really yeah exactly the same scenario right not a lot of information right and uh so we've got basically we've got 136 days so less data we pretty much traded sideways and then it went absolutely crazy to the upside um and again if we actually take a look at that right and uh, we can basically acknowledge that it went up 350 percent in what must be about eight days eight or nine days so you know it's progressed massively to the upside this is not sustainable when things do this it does come crashing down right and so therefore it's important that we acknowledge retracements will happen but like we had the same same problem chris that we had with elrond when elrond was doing a similar move right it just launched it was progressing upwards massively and uh, one of the things that we were struggling to do is where is the top right you're trying to find where the top is and you can't really make sense of these recent moves because there's not a huge amount of data to go on right you might say well here's a, a high and here's a pullback and all of a sudden you smash past where you think it should stop right that 4.236 and you should start to see the reversal and it doesn't and that's because there's just not enough data here to really give us a good run for our money and to know exactly where things are going but when you do find the top and you start to find the reversal then you're going to be able to actually predict out uh, where we think things are likely to stop i.e we started moving up from this lower area here if this is our top then we could expect to pull back down maybe towards our 18 cent area right but until we find that top it's going to be really hard for us to kind of indicate where we think the retracements are going and once you've had that retracement then you're able to predict out where it's going to go next and um, but for now it's kind of doing what it's doing it's, it's not sustainable but where it stops is is really dependent on the amount of people fomoing in chasing the green candles at the moment yeah super okay and then uh paintballing for live another super chat really appreciate these super chats guys uh have fifty thousand dollars either ada or vet to go all in uh i'm leaving uh leaning with vet because of the higher roi um and I guess this is this is an interesting question in the respect of it depends on you know whether it's short, medium, or long term goals, right? Like both of these projects are solid. Um, there's no getting away from that. Vets my my biggest investment in the space. Ada is a project that you know I think is going to melt faces, and uh, yeah, like 
it's one of those that's such a challenging question. I don't know where you, your your thoughts lie, uh, Nick. Um, to be honest with you, I think both projects are probably going to perform the same kind of percentages at this point. Right? We see VeChain running out right now about 17.3 cent. Um, and obviously see where ADA is, right? And I think both are more likely going to do about 5x. Maybe VeChain might do a 6x. Right? So you might get a little bit more from it. Um, but when I start breaking it down, I start thinking, okay, well, both doing fantastic things. Both are, you know, actually genuinely changing the real world for the better, right? In their different ways, but they're, they're, they are moving the needle significantly um, from real world adoption point of view. Then it just becomes which one's a slightly safer bet, right? That's what you're trying to basically try to try to do. And for me, I'd say that ADA is probably the one that I would lean on a little bit more than VeChain. Um, but it is a very, very close call. And I only say that uh, with Adria's, I think it has a little bit more diversity to it uh, in terms of what it's doing. So it's not just for enterprises, it's for everyone, right? Uh, you get mass adoption in a slightly different way with Ada than you do with uh, with VET. I think VeChain is absolutely doing fantastic things for the enterprise world, which is exactly what it's designed to do. Um, but when it comes to trying to change the world for, for the everyday person, I think Ada. So it really depends on what you want to do and where you... Uh, or which project resonates best with you. But both, in my opinion, are going to do incredibly well. Both are going to do in pretty similar ROIs, I think, at this point. Um, and I think it really does depend on which one resonates better. But yeah, that's what on that. Not really answering the question. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a challenging one. To be honest, I don't think you can really go wrong with either, I think, is the answer, isn't it? Yeah. Um, you know, like I'm, I'm always torn when it comes to to these projects. Same with with Harmony as well, because I don't think people see the 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 fundamentals like I see them necessarily. Um, and I, and I take that from the sentiment of what's written in the comments, what's written on other video comments uh, around these projects. And uh, you know, for for me, I think they're all fantastic projects that are going to move mountains and um yeah i think they do similar like like yourself nick in the short term um but i do think that ada long term might just edge it you know yeah. depends on what people's goals and aspirations are i guess um and you don't have to go all in right you could go 50 50 you could go 75 25 yeah, you know. yeah, that's absolutely right. There's lots of different ways you could cut it. Mm, for sure. Um, we've got Trellis as another one that's come up. Um, I don't know if you can look at that one, Nick. Um, I think we might have to park that one just based on yeah. the time. Um, so there's another interesting question uh, that came down here. Hey, guys, uh, I have a well-diverse portfolio holding a decent bag of Wanchain. Uh, I literally haven't heard anything of it lately. Any thoughts on it, Chris? What are your thoughts? So let me just uh, look this one up just so I know. I know the project. I just want to make sure I talk about the right project. It's been a while, actually, since it's come up. Yeah, it's yeah. been a while since I've, I've talked about this one. So let me just uh, jog my memory. Um... Right, okay, yeah. Um. To to be honest, like yeah, I haven't heard anything on this one for for a while now. To, to yeah. be really honest, 
and it isn't one that we traditionally talk about because it's not one we're really invested in um but it's doing all right as far as i'm aware it's pulled back obviously but that ticker on it uh the ticker is wan w-a-n um but i don't think that's anything too concerning really yeah. It was up at like one dollar twenty-five. That's all right. Let's bring it up. Let's bring it up on the show. Yeah, it all, all looks okay to me. To be fair. Yeah, I mean, looking at this, it's um, so it's not following impulsive moves. Okay, so but that's not a bad thing. Um, so Algorand, for example, is doing something very similar. It's not following impulsive moves. Instead, it's just following the trend of the bull run. Um, so what we mean by this is wave one would be here, wave two would be here, wave three up here. Wave four would be down here and wave five should be up there somewhere, right? And um, the problem with this is that wave four went lower than wave one, okay? And that would invalidate the entire move. So if we grab a horizontal ray, we throw that on there. We can see that we should never have gone lower. And which is where this point here, this was key for, for Wan Chain. Um, if it bounced from there and then it continued to the upside, that would have been good. Instead, actually, what happened is we pulled down lower. So that invalidates this move. But with that being said, it's not a bad thing. It just means that we're not following an impulsive move. There's no fifth wave to the upside. Instead, what we can do is take a look at these trends and see what's going on here and actually make some decent analysis on that instead. Okay, so we have a low point, we have a high point, and we have a low point. Okay, so we can take all three of those and actually make a conclusion out of them. Um, so what we're going to do is actually take hold of our trend-based fib. We're going to grab it actually from this low point just over here. Um, and then we're going to run this up to the high, down to the low, um, and here we go, we've got a fib, right? And basically we can see that we moved up to the 382, $1.31 got rejected from there. This is in line with September, so again, not unusual. And um, pulling back and just resting on that 236. There's a lot of work though, and again, it's slightly behind maybe where some of the other altcoins are, but again, this is not unusual. Not all altcoins will go at the same time. So you do expect to see a little bit of volatility with that. Um, now, obviously this is your uh, daily chart based on this particular move right based on these trends now we want to be more conservative about it instead what we'll do is we'll put this back over onto the weekly and uh, we'll grab hold of just a retracement tool and we'll run this from the high down to the low uh, this will allow us to then basically take a more conservative approach again we can see that we pushed up to the 382 we pulled back resting on the 236 that doesn't change what does change is actually the push up here and how high we are likely to go right so when we jump over to the weekly we can see this was moving to $10.34. The daily actually shows us moving at $10, uh, sorry, $9.81, right? So slightly different levels. So there's a lot of progression still to occur here as we continue this growth to the upside, right? The 50% retracement zone is going to be a resistance blocker for us. Same with the 382. As we go up towards the 618, the 702, the 786, right? So key areas for us to kind of be monitoring, right? We obviously have the $1.27, the $1.53, $1.79, $1.98, $2.16. Once you actually get a closed candle above $2.16, you've got good progression to the upside. And then you're talking about all-time highs, $4.01, $6.22, $8.44, etc. The problem that you have is, is there actually enough uh, people talking about it, investing in and trying to push this project? What is their use case? Does it actually drive adoption? Does it actually have an increase in transactions? What's causing the the use uh, of people buying up this particular coin, right? We can see the volumes here, they're, they're, they're spiking up occasionally. Um, otherwise, they're quite dead, right? So the interesting thing here is, what is going on? What is the use case? What is driving this particular project? 
when we go down into our hourly uh, again you can see that there's a, a lot of sideways trading and stuff going going on here we're bouncing around a bit there's money to be made in all of these kind of moves okay um so right now we are progressing pulling back down a little bit uh, we'll get into the oversold area and we'll continue the run on that uh, in due course right but uh, i guess the main question really becomes you know considering people aren't talking about it why aren't they talking about it uh, what is the use case? Is it being heavily utilized? Has it got any decent partnerships? All the kind of stuff that we would normally look for for researching purposes. Um, but for now, I think um, it's going to be an interesting one. I do anticipate it moving up. Um, and obviously time will tell whether or not it will will go up into new all-time highs. But that really relates to, to knowing a little bit more about the project from a fundamental point of view, Chris. Yeah, for sure. If you're enjoying the stream, mash up that like button, supports the channel. And if you're enjoying the video or the live stream, should I say, why not? Fill your boots. Fantastic. <laughs> now, we've been going for ten, 10 minutes. Now, we've been going for longer than 10 minutes. We've been going for an hour now, Chris. So we are going to bring the stream to a close. But there's so many good questions here um, that I think it's important that we kind of just jot the feed down and try to answer them on our next stream. So everything from Moon River to Candina uh, or Kadina, Kadina, I think that's how they say it. I don't know. Um, FTM, VET, LINK, uh, this Dash, so, so many. Solana's in the list here as well. So, um, you know, we will get to them. Also, another super chat as well. Um, IOTEX. Uh, thoughts on IOTEX, Chris? Um, let me have a look. Multivac, MTV, obviously. We'll do a whole video on MTV. We'll probably do a whole video on VET for tomorrow to watch out for that one um because it is it is running nicely but it's on the pullback as well so we'll, we'll do a video for v chain we'll do a video for uh multivac uh vra i'll try to do an update on that soon as well um curve dow i've heard the name but i'm not familiar crz uh litecoin well chris has a litecoin uh h bar h bar h bar yeah ada um yeah i mean you know h bar is a very interesting move. Obviously, had Christian on the channel as well, uh, talking about Hedera Hashgraph. Well, yeah, H bar is solid, but um, we're, we're interviewing V Chain next week. Yeah, so that should be really good. So uh, stay tuned for for that one. Meta um, Meta Hero video as well. Anyway, sorry, go for it. Iotex. Yeah, just gonna say this this project. You know, there's lots of bold statements being made. Um, got got my attention um but it's not one that i've really sort of delved into in huge detail so one that i'd have to look at um so i will add it to the list of projects to to review for sure perfect okay guys so if you have found tonight's stream useful informative maybe even entertaining at times courtesy of a thumbnail that chris designed then do hit that like button we really do appreciate that let's see if we can get this thing up to maybe three uh, 350 we're at about 300 now so that's pretty cool so well done you guys uh obviously if you're new to the channel do subscribe help us push that last little bit towards 100 thousand subscribers where uh, chris has actually designed up with um really tall mike in the live chat guys a uh, subscriber a hawaiian shirt for me to wear uh on the stream that's going to be fun so uh if you just want to see me in a hawaiian shirt subscribe uh if you want to actually stay around for the content but subscribe and tap the bell um and uh, it's really appreciated build out the cheeky community and with all this said done and out of the way guys i hope everyone has a fantastic day and we'll catch you all in the next one yeah, take care.